no, no, hang on. <laughs> not a good right, cool. yes, fine. Ready? Welcome to the bite-sized edition of the Editor Roundtable Podcast. Here on the Roundtable, we're dedicated to helping you become a better writer, following the StoryGrid method developed by Sean Coyne. In these episodes, we bring you some shorter solo articles and interviews on topics that interest us as writers. I'm Jari Bolander, and today I'll be talking to you about how to plan a novel. So join me for a quick bite of writing insight, starting right now. Writing a novel can be rewarding and a tremendous amount of fun. It can also be a struggle. For me, I like to avoid struggling by planning my novels so that I have an anchor to what my goal for the novel is. I actually do this for all the writing I do. I like to start with a plan instead of an outline, since an outline is more of a micro-level detail, and it can be challenging to know all the details before you start writing. Plan is greater than outline. For me, the plan on how to write a novel is the high-level guide to your detail-level work. For example, if you plan on writing your novel during NaNoWriMo, then the logistics of writing 1,667 words a day, which is 50,000 words divided by 30 days, has to be part of your plan. And that's independent of what you write about. The direction you might take with your novel, especially early on, will be in flux. If your plan accounts for that, then those adjustments will be a lot less disruptive. Plans are also a great way to focus on intent and give you a base to launch from. What to plan in a novel. Generally, a high-level plan for your novel will consider the following aspects of the writing process, as well as creating a plan of record. More on that later. Number one, things to write about. It's always a good idea to have a list of things to write about, even if these are not on theme for your novel. Brainstorming a few things will get you thinking about what your novel might be about. One of the best things to write about is a funny or sad part of your life. These life moments make great stories. They also provide some great ideas for characters. For one of my novels, I created a character that was a mashup of three real-life people. I took the best of all three and made one super quirky person. Number two, initial length of your novel. It's good to have a general target for the number of words that your novel will be. Of course, this estimate might change once you get started writing, but it's good to set a baseline for what you need to shoot for. Novel lengths vary depending on the genre and the author. If you're just starting out, then I'd suggest, you know, about 50,000 words. The sweet spot for a novel, according to Reedsy, is about 80,000 to 90,000 words. This length does depend on the genre. Below is a list based on that Reedsy article. Note that these are marketing genres and not content genres, which I know can be confusing. Commercial and literary novels, between 80,000 and 100,000 words. Science fiction and fantasy, 100,000 words to 115,000 words. Young adult, 55,000 to 70,000. Middle grade, 20,000 to 55,000. Romance, 80,000 to 100,000. Mystery, 75,000 to 100,000. Thriller, 90,000 to 100,000. Memoir, 80,000 to 90,000. Western, 45,000 to 75,000. Of course, these are only guidelines, and you should follow the muse for the best for you. Number three, global genre. Far too often, authors have too many great ideas for a novel, and then they try to pack it all into one book. 
The thinking being that if it's a good story, why does it matter that I have six different stories going on? Truth be told, it matters a lot to readers that a novel has a specific content genre that's being written in. This is different from the marketing genres above. This global genre is an important part of the plan since it will guide you in what scenes are required and what other masterworks in your genre you should study. These masterworks are great resources for not only ideas, but for inspirational writing prompts to help you when you get stuck. Number four, time to first draft. If you're in the NaNoWriMo crowd, then you got 30 days to write your first draft. For others, you may want to take a little longer. Regardless of the length of time, pick a time frame for your first draft. That way you can plan your novel with nice micro milestones to keep you on track and motivated. Number five, tools to use. Before you start to write, set up your writing toolbox. This could be your favorite program like Hemingway or Scrivener. It might even be buying a bunch of notebooks to free write in long form or with your favorite pens. Once you pick your tools, then set them up ahead of time so that there is little distraction dealing with tools. The reason it's important to get your tools right to write is that it removes distractions and excuses. I, for one, have wasted hours picking the right font or template to write with because I did not want to write. Removing that form of resistance will help you achieve your writing plan and stay on track. Number six, time and place to write. Researchers on habits suggest that in order to form a new one, it's best to consistently perform the habit at a certain place and at a certain time. They also recommend adding your new habit to an existing habit. The reason is that it's easier to add something to an existing habit than to start from scratch. As a writer, we all know what gives the best chance of writing our novels is minimizing resistance. By being consistent with your writing time and place, you push resistance back into the shadows where it belongs. Better still, if you attach your time and place to write to an already established habit, like after you get home from the gym, then you'll have a better chance of doing it. Number seven, writing prompts. When I wrote a novel during NaNoWriMo, I found it helpful to have snippets of beats and scenes to riff on. Some of these writing prompts were as simple as a scene type, like talking over coffee or family at a dinner table or boss makes an inappropriate joke. All of these writing prompts I came up with ahead of time because I knew that when I got stuck, I did not want to have to think of them. One of the reasons I use the story grid framework for my novels and nonfiction is because it has baked in writing prompts. For example, when you pick a genre in the story grid framework, obligatory scenes and conventions come along for the ride. These baked in writing prompts make it a lot easier to get unstuck. As an example, when I wrote a love story, one of the obligatory scenes is that the lovers break up. This prompted me to help navigate a tricky situation by adding a breakup scene, and then a little later on, the lovers reunite scene. Another love story obligatory scene. Number eight, character studies. This one may seem a bit cart before the horse, but I have found it tremendously valuable to write 150 to 500 word character studies about the characters in my novel. I know that sometimes you might not know all the characters, but if you can write down a character study for maybe the protagonist and the antagonist, then you're off to a great start. Number nine, public accountability. All good plans have a method or metric that publicly keeps you accountable to stay on plan. While the public part does not mean you go shout it out from the rooftops, 
Your plan should be shared with others to keep you accountable. Ideally, you'd find an accountability partner that is also embarking on a project so that both of you can help each other stay engaged and excited. With the above answered, you can now write your plan of record, which sounds a bit corporate because that's where I got it from. This short statement of your plan is a great way to solidify your novel writing plan into a tangible form that keeps you accountable and reminds you of your goal. But before we do that, let's go over some rules of thumb to help your plan. Rules of thumb. Like all rules of thumb, these are based on my experience and those of writers and editor friends. Mileage may vary, but it's always better to have some rough ideas as to how to plan your novel so you can complete it. Since I'm a certified StoryGrid editor, I also took a lot of these rules from this post titled The Math over at StoryGrid.com. So number one, 80,000 to 90,000. Number of words in an average novel. 250, the number of words on an average page. Three, number of acts or parts of a novel. This is based on the classical three-act play. 25%, percent of the novel that's act one or in story grid parlance, the beginning hook. 50%, that's the middle build or 50% of the novel should be in the middle build. 25% is the ending payoff or 25% of the novel should be in act three. 15, number of core scenes or beats in a novel. 1,500, that's the average number of words in a scene. 33, number of scenes in a 50,000-word novel. 250, average number of words a person can read in a minute. Of course, mileage may vary on that. 200, average number of pages in a 50,000-word novel. And my favorite one, 1,667, number of words you need to write in a day to make a 50,000 word novel in 30 days. And I'm sure you know, you'll know you find more of these rules of thumbs in your writing. As you do, you know keep a list of them so you can plan more. And when you plan more, you get, just get better at it. Plan of record. Now that you have a good grasp of the answers to these questions above and some general rules of thumb for planning, it's now time to pull it all together and write a plan of record. A plan of record is a short paragraph or two that focuses on what you're going to achieve. It's like a high-level goal narrative that should be crispy and cleanly capture how you're going to achieve your writing goal. So below, I've written a couple of examples for you to hear. NaNoWriMo plan of record. In 30 days, I'm going to write a 50,000-word novel in the love courtship content genre that is based on my first girlfriend in high school. I need to write 1,667 words a day which is a little over a scene a day. I have to write a total of 33 scenes with about eight scenes being in the beginning and end and 16 scenes being in the middle. Before I start writing, I'm going to create a five character study and set up Scrivener with their standard novel template. I'm going to share my progress with the NaNoWriMo community to keep me on track and inspired. Draft in a year plan of record. My goal is to write a 125,000 word novel in the action labyrinth content genre that is like Ready Player One. I need to write 345 words a day, which is about a scene every five days. I have to write 84 scenes, with about 21 being the beginning and end, and about 42 in the middle. I'm going to use Google Docs to write, so I can easily share my progress with my best friend, Jim. Before I begin, I'm going to do 10 character studies and outline the beginning hook so I don't get stuck. Trilogy plan of record. 
My goal is to write a three novel trilogy. Each novel will be 75,000 words. I want to complete the draft of the first one in six months. That means I need to write 465 words a day, which is a scene about every three days. I have to write 50 scenes with about 12 of them in the beginning and end, as well as 26 for the middle. I'm going to use Hemingway as my authoring tool, the desktop version. Before I begin, I'll write a high-level outline of all three books so I can build the world in book one. Discipline equals freedom. Planning can feel like the resistance taking over to prevent you from writing. I know for me, when I get stuck, I revert to doing mundane tasks like formatting text, messing with my tracking spreadsheet, or reading blogs. That does not mean you should neglect planning. Planning how you're going to take on the massive undertaking of writing a novel is time well spent because it gives you a sense of the discipline required to get that first draft done. This discipline, surprisingly, will give you the freedom to create the novel you want. The reason being that when you know what your work plan is, you'll make progress. Incremental progress is the single biggest motivator to finishing a hard, long, and complex task. It's the daily little wins that make the daunting task manageable. I have a plan. Now what? Now that you have a plan of record on what you're going to write your novel, it's time to take the next step and nail down some of the macro parts. The best method I've found and use is the global fool's cap method. This method is part of the story grid framework to create stories that work. For me, it makes a lot of sense to start macro than to focus on micro. That's why the fool's cap does. Another method that seems promising, which I have not yet used, is the beat sheet from the book Save the Cat Writes a Novel. It's based on the classic screenwriting book Save the Cat. What's interesting about both of these macro-level approaches is that both the global fool's cap and the beat sheet have 15 core scenes beats that make up the novel. That's encouraging, since this shows the universal structure of story, at least for me. So pick something that works for you and just get going. Whatever method you use or find, the important point is that you have a plan of record in which to monitor your progress, stay motivated, and finish your novel. Good luck. I'd love to hear some of your plans of record, so feel free to share them in the comments. If you'd like to connect with me directly, you can follow me on Twitter at The Daily MBA or check out my blog, thedailymba.com. <laughs>